0: Dear fellow shareholders, 2020 was an extraordinary year by any measure. It was a year of a global pandemic, a global recession, unprecedented government actions, turbulent elections, and deeply felt social and racial injustice. It was a year in which each of us faced difficult personal challenges and a staggering number of us lost loved ones. It was also a year when those among us with less were disproportionately hurt by joblessness and poverty. And it was a time when companies discovered what they really were and sometimes what they might become. Watching events unfold throughout the year, we were keenly focused on what we as a company could do to serve. As I begin this annual letter to shareholders, I'm proud of what our company and our tens of thousands of employees around the world achieved collectively and individually. As you know, we have long championed the essential role of business in a community its potential for bringing people together, for enabling companies and individuals to read their dreams, and for being a source of strength in difficult times. Those opportunities were powerfully presented to us this year and I am proud of how we've stepped up. I discuss these themes later in this letter. As I look back in the last year and the last two decades, starting from my time as CEO of Bank One in 2000, it is remarkable how much we persevered and have accomplished not only in terms of financial performance, but also in our steadfast dedication to help clients, communities, and countries throughout the world. 2020 was another strong year for J.B. Morgan Chase with the firm generating record revenue as well as numerous other records in each of our lines of business. We earned 29.1 billion in net income on revenue of 122.9 billion versus 36.4 billion in revenue of 118.5 billion in 2019, reflecting strong underlying performance across our businesses, offset by additional reserves under new accounting rules. We generally grew market share across our businesses and continue to make significant investments in products, people, and technology, all while maintaining credit discipline and a fortress balance sheet. In total, we extended credit, and raised 2.3 trillion in capital for businesses, institutional clients, and U.S. customers. J.P. Morgan stock is owned by large institutions, pension plans, mutual funds, and directly by individual investors. However, it is important to remember that in almost all cases, the ultimate beneficiaries are the individuals in our communities. More than 100 million people in the United States own stock, and a large percentage of these individuals, in one way or another, own JPMorgan Chase stock. Many of these people are veterans, teachers, police officers, firefighters, healthcare workers, retirees, or those saving for a home, school, or retirement. Your management team goes to work every day, recognizing the enormous responsibility that we have to perform for our shareholders. While we don't run the company worrying about the stock price in the short run, in the long run, our stock price is a measure of the progress we have made over the years. This progress is a function of continual investments in our people, systems, and products in good times and bad times to build our capabilities. Whether looking back over five years, 10 years, or since the JP Morgan Chase Bank One merger approximately 15 years ago, these investments mean our stock has significantly outperformed the Standard & Importance 500 Index and the Standard & Financial Index. These important investments will also drive our company's future prospects and position to grow and prosper for decades. We have consistently described to you, our shareholders, the basic principles and strategies we use to build this company, from maintaining a fortress balance sheet, constantly investing, nurturing talent, fully satisfying regulators, and continually improving risk governance controls to serve our customers and clients while lifting up communities worldwide. Adhering to these principles allows us to drive good organic growth and properly manage our capital including dividends and stock buybacks, which we have consistently demonstrated over the past decades. All of this is shown in the charts in this introduction. In addition, we urge you to read the CEO letters in this annual report, which will give you a lot more specific detail about our businesses and what our plans are for the future. If you look deeper, you will find that our success and accomplishments are founded on our commitment to our shareholders, Shareholder value can only be built if you maintain a healthy and vibrant company, which means doing a good job taking care of your customers, employees, and communities. Conversely, how can you have a healthy company if you neglect any of these stakeholders? As we have learned in 2020, there are myriad ways an institution can demonstrate its compassion for its employees and its communities while still upholding shareholder value. But ultimately, the basis of our success is our people. They're the ones who serve our customers and communities, build the technology, make the strategic decisions, manage the risks, determine our investments, and drive innovation. Whatever your view is of the world's complexity and the risks and opportunities ahead, having a great team of people with guts and brains and enormous capabilities who can navigate personally challenging circumstances while dedicating themselves to professional excellence is what ensures our prosperity now and in the future. As you listen to the rest of this letter, I hope you gain an appreciation for the tremendous character and capabilities of our people, and how they have helped communities around the world during these trying times.